Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make for a Beautiful podcast. In 2022, I was privileged to take a bunch of notes from the two different sacred assemblies that Bob helped to facilitate and start to craft a guide for how to organize a sacred assembly. And so it's not published yet. I don't have any kind of an, a, a date or idea of when that might be uh, released to the wider world. But what it did is it made me feel like I have a pretty intimate knowledge of all of the planning that goes into an event like this. <laughs> I have a good sense of how many meetings have happened and the structure that's behind it. And yet I had never actually attended a public prayer gathering. And so it was a privilege to be allowed to attend this particular one. And I did a rough head count at one point. I would imagine that there were probably between 100 and 150 people there, not counting the 25 or so who were there to actually pray. Um, and so less than 200, I think, would be a very safe number And they had some chairs that they set out, and then other people, I think, brought chairs. Some of us stood most of the time. And basically, there was music. We sang, I think, one or two songs, and then we had three sets of people come forward, and the the prayers would be a prayer of repentance and then a prayer of declaration. So it's kind of like we repent for injustice and we want to declare your justice. So it's kind of like you get rid or you repent of the bad and then you ask the Lord to bless the community with the good. Sort of like we're turning away, but it's not enough to just turn around so that you're facing the right direction. You're you're facing the right direction and moving in that direction. And so uh, in between each of these three sets, there was a brief maybe a chorus or a song. I think depending on how long the prayers go, the worship team was prepared to do a couple of songs as a break in between each, but it it turned out that it was shorter singing, longer prayers, and that's fine. That's also one of the gifts of being uh, skilled in music and worship and prayer is that the facilitators were able to adjust a little bit on the fly. So, what fascinated me is I, I was not necessarily tasked with praying for this event. I was, I was kind of like, I'm so excited I get to attend. And then the Lord was like, no, you're not attending. You're, you're on duty, girl. Go get to work. And that was fine. I felt like that's um, always a gift when the Lord has an assignment for me, even if no human gives it. But here was what was really interesting is... I mean, okay, so I had not had a ton of sleep, granted, and I was praying intensively, granted, but the reality is I do this actually for my job. (laughs) I pray, and I have done events where it's multiple days in a row, 16 hours a day praying, like, okay, maybe that's a slight exaggeration because we do also eat in the midst of that, but still, like, 16 hours where you're either praying, eating, or engaging with people. And so it didn't feel like, well, let's hope you can make it through this hour and a half. And yet I didn't, it it was fascinating to me. So a 
about midway through, I felt like I can't actually stand up anymore. Like I am actually tired enough. I just have to sit on these courthouse steps for a little bit. And I did. And then I felt permission to actually just lay back and look up at the sky and at the the courthouse looming above me. And I think based on how long the prayer felt, I probably dozed off for about 30 seconds. (laughs) And I was like, well, the Lord is gracious. He restores. Except that towards the end, the same thing happened. I all of a sudden was very tired and I went and I sat on the courthouse steps and then I leaned back and I knew who had been praying when I leaned back and then I knew who was praying when I woke up again. <laughs> and I, it was probably a five minutes or a five minute time that I dozed off based on who I had missed. <laughs> and so I talked to the Lord about that because there is a part where I'm like, Lord, I, what on earth? You know, there is the little sh- voice of shame, like, but could you not watch and pray one and a half hours? And yet I honestly didn't actually feel shame. It, it was so precious of the Lord because shame would be my normal go-to in a situation like that. Like, what was my problem? (laughs) Why am I this tired? And yet what I felt like was that the Lord was saying, you are battling and that's lovely, but this isn't your battle to carry on your own. You get to actually rest. And sometimes I carry the battle. And so in the midst of this event that was so beautiful and the people were engaged and leaning in, it was the prayers were so beautiful from the heart, just precious people, precious brothers and sisters. And then for five minutes, there's Amy dozing off (laughs) with no guilt. Like that was also just from the Lord. And so Jesus, I want to say thank you. I loved in the book, Why Pray by John DeVries, how he talks about how his little grandson would sit on his lap on the tractor and put his hands on the steering wheel and say, Grandpa, we're going to drive this tractor together. And how the grandpa would be like, we are sweet little, I think his name was Andrew. And so that he would go and they would drive the tractor together. And then at some point, Andrew would fall asleep, (laughs) which is also just charming. It's so sweet. And so little Andrew would be sleeping and the, the grandpa would think, I am so privileged. Like this little boy trusts me enough to sit on my lap while I drive the tractor and he gets to sleep. And so Lord, I just say thank you for the, the gift that you give us of being awake with you and being asleep with you, <laughs> that you run the universe to such a marvelous degree that we get to be with you in complete rest and trust. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.